he's referred to as the man in the back of the room and introduced as the voice of God. He's told U.S. presidents where to sit, given Tony and Grammy award-winning celebrities direction, and lectured scads of students. But as he likes to point out, the event entertainment expert you don't know, you don't know, Anthony Bellata. And Bellatified. Hi, friends, and welcome to another episode of Bolotified, the one and only event, entertainment, and engagement podcast. I'm Anthony Bolotta. I'm here, as I am, every week with the one and only Alex Zapostolini. Say, Alex. Hey. Uh, how are you? How was your weekend? You know, there's something we got to talk about. Oh, my Lord. The slap heard around the world. <laughs> I didn't see it in real time because I literally was... I was at an Oscar party, but um, I drove, I got home before that happened. I just decided to come home a little bit earlier last night. Of course. Uh, but I you, did see it. Yeah, it was really, it was a bit off-putting to watch it live because of course they had to stop the film, but when they brought it back, you could see Mr. Smith, I'll call him mm-hmm. that, um, mouthing the words. Um, I have video. I heard, I saw the whole thing, the slap, the walk down, the uh, yeah, vocal we did interaction. Too. We did too. We found that too. Uh, because if you weren't, if you were viewing in other countries, you weren't subjected to the four second rule. Uh, so some people did see it in its entirety. It was very, <laughs> wow. I mean, I'm torn on this. Yeah, go ahead. I love that he was defending the honor of his wife because I didn't realize this. I learned this actually from my daughter. Jada has alopecia. So she's lost her hair, most of it. And right. that's why. And, you know, it's it's one thing for a man to go bald. I don't want to take anything away from that. But it's a very different thing when a woman is losing her hair. Um, and that's a very painful and embarrassing thing. Now, lucky for her, she's incredibly gorgeous hair or no hair. It doesn't matter. She is a stunning queen of a woman. Um, and still to make fun of somebody, I didn't realize, I actually thought it was a movie reference at first. And my daughter goes, Nope. And so I think maybe the slap was, you know, overkill. Um, and at the same time, I do appreciate that he was defending. I would love to have been a fly on the wall when they got home to hear her words on that. Well, I imagine that she was pleased. I mean, it seemed that uh, at least Tiffany Haddish was pleased for her. That's one of the things that I've read. She thought it was a beautiful moment because it was a husband mm-hmm. defending his wife. Um, and that it, there is beauty mm-hmm. in that, but uh, it did seem a bit out of place. I think like you, most of us thought it was just a movie reference. She rolled her eyes. Uh, so it didn't appear as if she was that infuriated by it or insulted by it. She rolled her eyes as if to say uh, this again. Uh, but apparently that prompted him. And, uh, you know, it, it was the right thing to do, except for maybe it could have been done with a, a, a little more aplomb. Yes, yes. Uh, and, uh, you know, unfortunately when that happens, that happens and you can rethink it 
uh, over and over again in your mind when you were when you react like that. But ultimately, it is what it is. It's done. Mm -hmm. uh, and at least it, it was interesting because you know then of course people were questioning whether it would have impacted his chances of winning. But of course not. That's done already. Yeah, it's, it's all and it's all in real time, right? Right. Is you? It, I thought it was very interesting and <clears throat> appropriate that they did not cut his speech off. You can tell it was nothing what he had really planned to say. I appreciate the tears. I, I was half waiting and I think probably it was one of the reasons why they didn't cut anything off to see if there was any acknowledgement or apology. Um, but again, that was before I knew the reasoning why. And, you know, they've been under the spotlight a lot for various things. Uh, and sometimes in the heat of the moment, you know? Well, and you did get the feeling, I don't know, I don't, you know, I haven't really read up on the relationship, but apparently there there was some uh, history between mm -hmm. Chris Rock and Will Smith. Uh, oh, so, I didn't know that. Okay, I haven't yeah, researched it, yeah. Apparently uh, there is some of that. So, uh, yeah, yeah, it was crazy crazy weird moment i have always liked chris rock however some jokes that i have been unaware of have been brought to my attention and as a female and as a female who has experienced things puts a bad taste in my mouth not gonna lie i mean i do think that comedians should be able to be funny and not have to walk on shells but they're on eggshells, I should say, but there are certain topics to me that do need to be off limit, off limits. Wasn't, so, he, wasn't there a show about him, about hating him? Everyone hates there? Chris. Hmm. What was the name of that? Everybody hates Chris. Wasn't that about Chris Rock? I don't know. I think our fearless producer probably knows better than you or I. <laughs> he seems to be up on all this stuff. I don't know when he has time and how he does it, but he is well, a font of knowledge. Well, um, I, <clears throat> as you were saying, that at least Will Smith was given the opportunity, having won the Oscar, to, mm -hmm. uh, to ask for uh, forgiveness and to ingratiate himself uh, because it... it if he hadn't used the F word and if he had been, a, uh, I actually, I think if he had just not used that word and, and repeated it, um, it probably wouldn't, it'd still be controversial, but I, I don't think it would sting as much. Of course, I'm an old gent. So those words still, you know, I don't appreciate them uh, as much as other people do. You don't want to see me when I'm mad. Right. <laughs> you don't want to be around me when uh, I'm mad. No, I'm all sweetness and light, but when I'm mad, oh man. Is, I, I'll tell you though, it is amazing though in in the world of culture, corporate culture and uh, HR departments and how that, how using an, an expletive really heightens the uh, situation and and uh, whatever it is that's happening, if you're admonishing someone and you use an expletive, 
it it comes across as abuse. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, uh, absolutely. In a know, work so situation, you, yeah. you have to be very very careful. So I hope you'll never use those words with me. I can't imagine. Yeah, I hope either. you'll never push me to that point. <laughs> That's so what we too. say. I'm nice until I'm not. And I pity the fool that's dumb enough to get me there. That's right. That's right. That's how it it's goes. It's not pretty. My daughter's seen it. Did you have any other favorite moments? Okay. Um, I loved our, I loved the hosts or the hostesses mm -hmm. um, host. I say host because I don't know why there needs to be a differentiation there. Um, I thought they were very funny. I am a huge fan of Wanda Sykes. Actually, I love all those women. Yes, and funny. I love that they came out in their pajamas at the end mm -hmm. and the spider, the Spider-Man bit just, it kind of brought some liquid out my nose when she dropped down on that thing. Just thought it was funny. I am. Um, I, I feel like there could have been more, like there wasn't enough of them. We I agree. You know, we, um we missed the beginning, which is always unfortunate because that's when you, you, you know, you it was good. And I hear it was funny. Yes, uh, it was very funny. Uh, but we didn't see them very often. And I think we only missed like 20 minutes of it. And it felt like it could have used more. But a lot of those moments were done. They were pre-recorded. And so uh, it's something that ABC did. Some of those awards happened already mm -hmm. and were inserted into the broadcast. Uh, and, uh, you could tell because they, uh, you know, they would announce the winner and then, mm -hmm. uh, suddenly the winner was already on stage, mm -hmm. you know, so you could tell that something had already happened. Uh, what did you think about the international feel of it? I mean, there were a lot of international winners. Mm -hmm. There were, uh, this is Jane, uh, Campion's second Oscar. Uh, she, uh, won uh, you know, best director against, you know, all men. Uh, it was very, very ethnically diverse. Uh, the first gay uh, Latina uh, mm -hmm. actress to um, win an Oscar. What'd you think of the diversity? Well, of course, I loved it. I love it. It's about time. You know, I, I, I thought it was, I loved all the women and obviously, you know, up there winning. And no, I, th I thought it was fantastic. That was fantastic. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, it's, it, this may be controversial. I don't mean it to be, but it's nice that we're moving out of the good old boys club, to be honest with you. And so it's really nice to see. Yeah, it is. Everybody, everybody, uh, Everybody finally has a chance. It seems like people there's are still, there's still a lot of work to do. Oh, there's always a lot yeah. of work. Yeah. Always a lot of work. Uh, and you know, it, um, sometimes it's, it's just about how the tide is turning, which is unfortunate, mm -hmm. you know, it's not lasting always. It's just about, you know, making sure consumers feel appeased. If you can go back and watch the opening segment, I would say, do it. It was, it, I, I was in a pretty diverse crowd last night and everybody was applauding when they were done. Okay. Everybody was, it was a small group last night. It's normally a much bigger party, but because of the situation at hand, it was smaller, <clears throat> but everybody loved it. Mm. I will. We'll make it a point to go back yeah. and look. because I, I don't like missing them as a rule. They're usually yeah. the best moments. Yeah, I agree with uh, you. I would like to have seen more of them though, but that's a 
good problem to have, you know? Yeah. Um, and the interesting thing was the setup. Uh, the stage was very, very interesting. Uh, but the the setup itself with the low uh, stage, um, really no proscenium, if you will. It felt that it was non-existent, sort of just flowed. The stage flowed right into the house. It was more intimate, felt, which I liked. Felt very much like a live mm -hmm. event more mm -hmm. than it did a televised event. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I thought that yeah. was interesting too. Uh, and and it looked like some of those cameras were on remote. I, I I couldn't see. I saw a camera or at least in one shot, and and it was so quick, but it didn't look man to me. Uh, mm -hmm. So and that's possible. Mm -hmm. I mean that that's just uh, you know. It's definitely possible. Anyway, talking about cameras. Oh, the nice segue. Well done. I'm impressed. Uh -huh. <laughs> so who do we have with us, Ms. Alex? Okay. I'm sorry. I'm gonna, it's going to take me a second to get over that. That was very good. Very fast. So well, our guest today is very multifaceted. She and her husband have a photography and video business that they started back in 1983. She's a member of BESA San Diego, which is the Bar Bat Mitzvah Event Services Association. And in 2018, she became the owner of the San Diego Bridal Bazaar, which was originally founded in 1975. And our Bridal Bazaar has grown to... Um, several large seasonal shows each year at the San Diego Convention Center and the Del Mar Fairgrounds. They have the largest bridal shows uh, in Southern, in, oh, in California, I think, period, and are among the nation's top bridal shows in terms of the number of exhibitors and attendees. So she has become one of my personal favorite people. She is delightful and full of love and grace and fun. Please let's welcome Miss Tara Hoffman. Hello, Tara. Hello. How are you? I'm good. You know, I don't think we've ever talked. I don't think so. In fact, I, I had to like do a little digging on you to, to, you know, know exactly who I was talking to. It's nice to meet you formally. Um, I was at your house for the Christmas party this year, but were you? Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't but surprise me that got past me. Oh, no, no, no. I, I'm kind of shy when it comes to all that. Oh, but um, there were lots of people who were there that I never met. It was like a whirlwind of an evening. It was so much fun. I'm glad you made it. I'm here, Bob. Hi, Bob. Yeah, you've talked to Bob before. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, we've been working with you more and more, which is really great. I'm glad that that connection is happening. And mm -hmm. uh, Thank you, Alex. Yes. <laughs> you yes. know, I love you. I'm going to work with you all the time. <laughs> yes. But uh, we wanted to talk to you today about the Bridal Bazaar. So that's an interesting, uh, uh, an interesting pathway, a pivot, I should say. But it actually happened pre-COVID. You bought the show, right? How is that working out for you? And, and what made you uh, decide that you wanted to own a show rather than uh, snap it away? Well, um, as Bob's always Bob's business, Bob Hoffman Photography and Video, has always been in the Bridal Bazaar. 25 years, three times a year. It's called a supply chain. And that was it's been a supply chain for 25 years before that name was even used mm -hmm. as a process of getting things. Um, you know, you get 2,000 people who walk through the door and you're gonna find business. Plus, you're going to rekindle business. 
Plus you're going to meet whoever is the new and whoever's the longest and everything, you're, you know, running DJ and the newest florist. So it's always just been like our happy place. It's hard. It takes a lot of work. Um, but it was a reward. It was, you know, it, it came to fruition. You could send out mailers or constant contact people and they booked. Um, and so when Patty, who we constantly, I mean, I'm just a tenacious person. So, um, I always ask her how many people are going to come through the door today? You know, what's the best booth? Um, who's new? What's up? And, uh, she'd say, they, oh, our attendance is 1% below or 1% above every single time that it doesn't vary. And lo and behold, it's the truth. Um, the show is a legacy. People come to it no matter what. So that's what, you know, that's just been a foundation. And when she wanted to sell it, it was scary to think that something that was our supply chain and our happy place and the place that we met and meeted and greeted people would maybe disappear because a lot of businesses when people buy them disappear. Yeah, that's true. So, uh, so you bought the bridal bazaar in 2018. Yes. And you do three, do you still do three shows a year? Well, we missed three. Of course, (laughs) but it's a new, it's a new, it's a new year. It's a new time. Um, (laughs) Yes. And we have done three already since COVID. So we missed in the two years, we missed three and got three in. Oh, that's and great. Yeah. During COVID, the very first one week, we were a, um, a marketplace. We had eight foot walls between everybody. They went up to the roof and it was, we, it was like, you know, a swap meet or a, or a uh, shopping mall. All those were spaces. Open. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And we didn't have any food tasting and we didn't have any music and we didn't have a fashion show. It was just really a marketplace. So we sort of reinvented ourselves for that. Great. And, and then the next one, oddly enough, was September. It was masks off. It was at the convention center. And then January was masks back on. You know, just it's just gone every which way. And right. But we've had, um, since COVID, we've had less exhibitors, but as many or more couples come through the door. So the resistance to coming out and being in business was you didn't want to get COVID. You maybe were overbooked already because you were understaffed, or maybe you were on the edge of bankruptcy because you hadn't worked in a year, so you couldn't really afford a booth. But the, the, the people who want to buy weddings had no resistance to, you know, they didn't care if it, um, if it rained, they didn't care if there was COVID, they didn't care. <laughs> they had no, nothing. I mean, they didn't care if they had to wear masks. They're they, coming. They were coming. So, um, so not to play off of our uh, president, but we're doing a build back better this year because we're still, our industry, the service industry is really still hurt by um, shortages of staff, shortages of financing, and then working every day of the week to, because that's what everybody needs them to do is, you know, I want a wedding on a Wednesday. I want to, so people are exhausted. And until I think at least 2023, it's going to stay like that because everywhere, I mean, I just read an article today that for the best, the best and most prolific wedding season in 40 years. 
Yeah, I, I probably read the same article. Uh, 2.6 million weddings are expected this year, right? Yes. Wow. Um, yeah, the biggest wedding year since 84. Yes. So I was going to say that's a there you go. That is a that's an incentive to yes. pull your bootstraps up and uh, or pull yourself up from your boot, bootstraps and, and, and uh, you know, get going because there's business out there. And people are getting married and there were a lot of cancellations, right? A lot of postponements. So this should be a banner year. Yes. Right. And, and the, the, we try to think of the um, Bridal Bazaar as a very collective and communal place because, you know, you think you're, you're up against people that you are, you know, that's my, that's my competition. Well, in this, this year and next year and last year, that's when you've had to ask your competition to step in for you the most. Mm -hmm. So if you get along with your competition and you recommend each other when, you know, or say, hey, can you fill in for me? I have COVID, but I have a contract. Right. Right. That's that's a good percentage of the Bridal Bazaar is just knowing that that person is at the Bridal Bazaar. They're out there working. They want to work. I don't have to call 15 people that give me a no. I can call that one who says, yes, I will fill in for you. I will help you out and vice versa. It is the small minded business owner who undercuts and uh, operates a business from fear that, you know, everybody's their competition. It's very small minded. There is so Mm -hmm. much more strength in alliances and alliance building. So that's one of the things that happens at the bazaar. Yeah. People get to know vendors, get to know one another. They see their competition, which is not a bad thing to do to know what they're doing and how they're making money uh, and uh, get to know them. And there's mutual respect and people are forming these alliances. That's terrific. Yeah, How many- I, I think I think you just said a really nice word, mutual respect. It's really about mutual respect. You'd be, you'd be surprised at how many people are helping each other carry stuff or, you know, I don't have a, a, a LRC cable and they go over to another disc jockey and ask for one. And of course, that's the person who has it. And mm-hmm. just it's just mutual respect. And it's not a it's not a threatening place. And it shouldn't be. It's it's a really fun place. How many, vendors do you, how many vendors do you expect on April 10th, which is your next yes. your next bazaar at the fairgrounds? The About uh, 150 exhibitors. Nice. Yes. All across the board? All across, I mean, you can't even imagine. We have a, a property that um, first they came in, they wanted to come in as just miniature horses. And I don't know what's gone on with them in the last six months, but now they're a, a venue and miniature horses. <laughs> so you can have your picture taken. You can do that that engagement oh. shoot miniature horses. Oh. And they're dressed up and they're adorable and they're tame. And we've had um, beer burrows. Uh, we have State Farm because people insure their ring. They, that, yeah, it's like and State Farm has this beautiful booth. It's just red with white and it's gorgeous. And it's, it doesn't look like a wedding venue. It looks like State Farm. Right. And then we have um, Funk Band. Um, well, you have, uh, yeah, uh, Full Strength. Full Strength, yeah, full yep. Strength, yep, Full Strength's playing out front. They've done it for three years in a row because Delmar, we have this huge um, area out front. So We love them. They're a yeah. terrific band. Awesome, awesome band. And wonderful people. They are. And, you know, again, how do you know you want a band 
until you walk right by it and your heart starts to, your chest vibrates and you go, oh my God, that's what I want. It's not for everyone, but what, but if you don't, like, especially nowadays, people haven't done anything extravagant because they've been hunting. So, you know, you can get a DJ pretty quickly if you move your wedding for the fourth time. But now we're getting into regular weddings and you can have a band and they're, it's phenomenal. Um, what else do we have? We, ha- I mean, we have so many. I, 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 I just have to say that I appreciate you saying that as the, as the gent with the entertainment agency, but I have to also say that you're 1000% right. It's the one piece that can really um, make or break, you know, the day, the day, you know, other things are as important, but, but um, this one thing really, you know, does make you know, or break um, your party. Food tastes better with the band. Your wine tastes better with the band. Your cake tastes better with a band. <laughs> and people smell better with a band. People uh, smell better with a band. Or at least they smell the same. Because <laughs> they're all out there dancing their butt off. They, are, they all smell the same. So, yes. So you said a few things just now that really caught my attention. One is Wednesday weddings. Uh, this idea that people are getting married uh, other than uh, on any day of the week. Um, I'd love for you to, to speak on that. Is, that. is that a trend you're seeing happen more and more? Oh, yes, yes. And the, oh, I mean, it's, it's, we've had so many cancellations, rescheduled cancellations, rescheduled. Um, we just had, I mean, <laughs> it's just weddings on Tuesdays, Fridays. weddings on Fridays, because people are, are trying to accommodate. I mean, they've, they've shrunk it. Well, also this whole idea of streaming. So we have video for once. And all of anybody who's in the video business has worked their tail off because streaming mm-hmm. and recording has been more important than ever. And it, maybe it'll finally not be the stepchild um, because, <laughs> because you can have 30 or 40 people at your wedding and then stream it to the, the other hundred that didn't want to come or, or I mean, just, I mean, even it, it's, so it could be on a Wednesday because nobody has to fly. If you have your most important people around you, you can get this important day done and move on. Because there's so many people who are trying to have, you know, we we all get married later now. So having children and getting married and getting houses, those three big things are, you know, have been collapsed because of um, COVID. So now it's like, do I have the baby and then get married? You know, because I want this person in my life and I want to add to our family and I want to have a home. How do I get it all done? And maybe we don't do it in the order or we pick a Tuesday and and, and Zoom our wedding. Interesting. Uh, you're So you're seeing that. You're seeing mostly, or a lot of people are also going hybrid or Zoom and doing, now, so what location are they choosing when they're deciding to uh, have this virtual element? Is it, are these, are these uh, venues that are already equipped or venues that you're, obviously bringing your equipment to oh, all kinds. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. When, when they have it zoomed, when somebody decides to have it zoomed, it, it can be anywhere. Uh, it, recently there was one from Tom Hams, which, you know, you just, you just show the, um, the ocean out there, <laughs> that beautiful sunset. Right. Everyone, they had come, <laughs> but 
it, you know, they have a, a, a two relatively, they're not the biggest ballroom. So you can put 50 people in there and still make it look uh, cozy. And, and you actually have more money left over to do things like the Zoom because you're not having 150. Mm -hmm. um, but yes, it doesn't really matter. There, the Zooming is pretty easy with Wi-Fi. It can pretty much go anywhere. We even, Bob did one um, with a cell phone at Cuvier Park on La Jolla's Bluff. There's a, it's called the Wedding Bowl. And they actually did a beautiful job with the Wi-Fi from a phone. Really? Yeah. Nice. When it was five people, five people got married. And then I think four or five months later, they had their reception. Wow. And how do you deal with the sound, especially the windy days? That must um, be tricky. Well, you know that that the black thing that you have on the end of your microphone, mm -hmm. the, the windscreen, mm -hmm. a, a nice, healthy, expensive windscreen and then a wireless mic. Yeah. Yeah. That's the way to beat the wind. Yeah. It's the only way. Uh, the second question was, you mentioned the mini horses. Uh, so I wonder, uh, vendors from venue vendors, mm -hmm. uh, are you seeing a lot of different kinds of venues come about these days? It's unbelievable. Unbelievable. It, I mean, I, I kind of joke and say, if you have a hip gas station, you could have a wedding there. And when San Diego was about 30 years younger there were only about five places. You had Shelter Island, you had La Jolla. Everybody got married in, in, a, in a church, a religious ceremony, and everyone got married in a hotel of these, you know, Mission Valley, Shelter mm -hmm. Island. Uh, there's the sky's the limit. The sky is the limit. You can have it in a garden, you can have it on a mountaintop. There's Sacred Mountain in Julian. There's uh, Mount Woodson, but then there's every, there's probably a hundred properties in Fallbrook that are rustic and beautiful. Um, boats, parks, plus, plus, of gas course, stations. all, all <laughs> of the nice the hotels, the Pendry, the, the um, Hilton Bayfront, they, all of the nice hotels. Right. And, and in fact, they've done these things that they hadn't done before. They've moved them onto these gorgeous balconies and gorgeous, um, you know, living spaces that they had otherwise used for conventions. Kind of, it's like, wow, you could make this beautiful for an outside wedding. Do you have a favorite that you've done or the, or the most uh, uh, out, the craziest setting? Um, oh, craziest. Well, the, well I mean, Anything along like like the Dana, the Dana is to me one of the things I love is a human 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 ratio. You know, human size, mm -hmm. sort of like like Anthony's home. <laughs> that the human element and mm -hmm. Dana has that. It's not too big. It's not too small. It's it's beautiful. It's got a gorgeous brown wall. Um, and there's that's the love. Lincia has that too. It's got this human scale that you don't feel like you're you're swallowed up you're a big right. fish in a little pond and and i think most people like that um yeah i think so too i think when you're having a wedding you want to feel like you're the only person in that space and time having a wedding you don't want to hear about anybody else's wedding or whatever else it is they're doing i see a lot of traffic yeah. going by you that isn't associated with your event right yes. 
right yeah. that's why the hilton bayfront uh downtown yes. the one with the well, huge ballrooms you know you really have to be you, you have to have a lot of people right or have a ton right. of people on your guest list to want to do something there because it is a lot of it's a lot of space it's cold and it's hard to fill all that space and make it warm and there's no character in spaces right. like that right there's right. no feel but people have they've just scratched and they found everything oh all those like loose lofts and um the julep these places yes just so so warm and inviting and and how about attendee size or guest list size? Are you seeing a trend? Uh, low, you know, you talked about smaller hybrid, uh, smaller virtual weddings with you know a larger audience. That's virtual, actually virtual. What about everyone's coming? We're having a hundred people. Uh, are you seeing changes in those size weddings? Has two hundred turned I to one hundred? I think people are getting back to about a hundred. They're not doubling that yet. Um, just because <laughs> we're just in such a funny funk of, you know, the still COVID is still is over. It's still here. It's still here. So people don't want to over, over plan and have to pull back, but they figure that most of their friends are boosted, you know, vaccinated and boosted. And, Hopefully we're going to get the fourth, the second boost, whatever, soon. Um, so I think people can rely on about 100. We just did one on Valentine's Day and they had had 120 originally and it ended up being about 98. Mm. And because, I mean, and that was that was the very end of they were supposed to be still wearing masks. And so they had been a little more aggressive about, but then then people still backed out at the end and said, nah, I'm not going to travel or whatever. But I think we, it's going up. We had the opposite uh, <laughs> effect on the, on March 5th. It was supposed to be 120 and it went to 170. Wow. Uh, yeah, but it was an outdoor wedding under a you know canopy. Uh, so there wasn't really as much concern. But I wonder about your show now that you've got the Bridal Bazaar coming up in April. Today, there was an article, unfortunately, that, uh, you know, they're seeing signs of Omicron in China again, and it's spreading quickly. So, you know, that only means in time we're going to be feeling that as well. How are you handling April 10th and admission into the show? Well, um, we, everyone is still pretty flexible. If I, if I just say, bring a mask, people bring a mask. If I say, bring your vaccine card, they bring a they, I get no resistance. Hmm. And what, like last time it was, uh, it was the convention center and we asked them to show their card, their vaccine card. And then we didn't even bother with their tickets just, just because we didn't want a barrier to entry. Like we only check one thing. Right. <laughs> like, right. And they're like, how about my, oh, don't worry, just go in. And right, the answer right. to everything at the bridal bazaar is yes. Yes. We'll take care of you. Yes. We'll find that. No problem. Come you know, if you don't have your ticket, we'll just let you in. And there's no barrier to entrance except for our unusual things with COVID. But even that, we made it all work. So this month, this next month, are you expecting no masks, no COVID, uh, 
Yeah, you're going to follow state <laughs> guidelines. I assume you'll follow the. Oh, absolutely. We follow all the guidelines. Like, like I said, we had a whole show where we had no sampling, no food, no, right. uh, no music, no fashion show. Um, so yes, we, and, and we, we plan on, and then we, everyone knows it now it's, I'm not the bad guy. We had a show planned for uh, March 15th or 17th of 2020. And three days before that, they shut us, they shut down the world for the first time ever. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and everyone was very angry in, in the process of just not understanding. And then they all got pretty reasonable. Like I was mad. Why are you closing? And, and I'm like, Oh my God, this isn't, this isn't happening to me. It's happening to everyone. And then, everyone. Yeah. As, as we all figured that out, this wasn't personal. Um, and so national. yeah, <laughs> yes. Or ever, or ever happened before. Right. Right. <laughs> Unprecedented. Um, so we just, so yeah, that one we lost a lot of money on because we paid for all of our advertising. We do billboards for the Bridal Bazaar. We do digital signs in um, transit centers. We do social media and we do radio. So we have about a $50,000 budget for um, advertising. And is that... I'm sorry, go ahead. Is that, is that oh, that's how we get people. <laughs> and that's an annual budget? No, that's per show. Per show. And and you do, so you're going to have three shows this year. Yeah. Your first one's in April? No, our first one was in January. We so you've already done one. So that's to get the spring business, right? The early right. brides. And now you're really working on brides that are in the fall, I assume. Right. So we, we also just had Valentine's Day. So there's a second wave of engagements. And people think about spring and just weddings. It's just on their mind. And the first thing, one of the first things that they actually that people actually do is they Google bridal shows. And we're top in the search engine, so um, it's an easy, easy. And you know that's what our website's about. It's not about selling much except for the ticket to come. Right. 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 And, and the vendor, right? I mean, you really right. want to have the, the people there that are, right. Right. And, oh, and, and go on. No, no, go ahead, please. Oh, some of our, our exhibitors have been exhibiting, like Bob, there's about, there's about a third of us that have just been in every show for 20 plus years and, and have figured out how to um, greet, meet and greet and how to follow up afterwards. Right. Right. So a uh, quick question, though. Um, I assume that since Bob is the owner of Bob Hoffman Photography and Video, Video and Photography, and you are the owner of the Bridal Bazaar, that his rates to exhibit have gone up since you bought the show. <laughs> yeah, he pays twice as much now. Yeah. As it should be. And gets a smaller booth, right? Yes. More he work. Gets, what, what's left? <laughs> You can have that one in the corner, baby. <laughs> the one by the restroom. Right. Once you pay the invoice. <laughs> Sorry, I just had to digress there. It just <laughs> felt like an opening. Um, how do you man? I'm sorry. I just, I, I just very curious because you, you have so much energy, and noticed. <laughs> I've noticed. I have noticed. I have been fortunate to witness this, and you're always so kind and easygoing. It, it, when you say it's always yes, I, I I've noticed that with you. There's never a problem when I'm speaking to you. There's never an issue. It's it's just yes, right? It, we 
you make it work. How do you do the two businesses? How do you do all that um, and keep that smile on your face and that enthusiasm for everything you do? You know, it, it wears on you no matter what, everything wears on you. I mean, I mean, actually, I think COVID has worn on me more than anything. And, but, but it's, it's fun. You know, it's fun. This, this, this industry is fun. I mean, we're invited to more parties. We know more people. We, you know, we're just, I'm a social beast. Um, mm-hmm. And the Brada Bazaar is so social. Uh, we invite um, a lot of coordinators and people in the industry. If they don't have a booth, we try to invite them. We give them free tickets. And, you know, we say, hey, come see who's new. You know, not everybody's new. Rekindle old friendships and um, see what's going on and, and introduce yourself as well. Because we all need each other. It's it's back to that that communal thing is this is these are the people. Who, and, and it's really, you know our, what's it called? Um, social collateral is that we can recommend somebody with, with absolute integrity. So I don't want to recommend somebody who's gone out of business, who doesn't answer their phone, who quit yesterday. And I didn't know it. Mm -hmm. Um, I want my, my social capital is really important to me that I recommend somebody that's really in business and who wants Mm -hmm. to work. You know, there's a there's really a side effect to that too. Well, uh, as well, and that is, this is a business that is deposit oriented. People will pay deposits to uh, secure, you know, professional time, and so you want to make sure you're dealing with people who aren't going to go out of business tomorrow, who are secure and have the uh, the funds, the investment, and the invest are willing to make the investment in their careers and their futures to, 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 to be at the show, because that's an indication that they're going to be there tomorrow. Uh, and just a little bit more security as a buyer, right? Yeah, integrity too. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Because, you know, it's very interesting. You can't really stand in a room among other vendors who are your peers if you don't have a lot of integrity. <laughs> you can't do it for very long. You know, you might be able to get away with it, you know, once or twice. I just read an article today about a photographer. I don't recall where, somewhere else in the United States that, um, didn't deliver on three weddings after shooting them delivered very quickly on the rehearsal uh, on the on the initial shots which were done before the wedding got them to the brides immediately but basically didn't fulfill the obligation with the brides at the end of the day so you know you want to make sure people are on the up and up absolutely that's heartbreaking and you know that hasn't happened much here in San Diego for as for as transient as this community can be. Um, I feel like the 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 people the, the vendors here are you know exhibitors and vendors and wedding professionals are very professional mm-hmm. and we're lucky. We're just lucky to have such good good people to choose from. But I also I'm you know. Anthony and and Bob and, and you know and the bridal bazaar that we are we are really solid businesses and we've seen some youngins come and go and there are even in 
industries that young people need to be in because they bring the life. But there are some businesses that need to be slow and steady and just really solid because they're 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 hard industries and they take a lot of time to to become a master at it. What do you what do you, what do you suppose that is in this particular industry? Oh, do you have any ideas? I think it's the variables. There's so many. Uh, wherever you do a job is different. Every client is different. Every set of circumstances is different. Uh, so I think that just adds to the difficulty. And then being able to manage everybody's expectation as different as they are uh, and the variables as well. There's a lot to be given when you've got wisdom of years behind you. Yes. Yes. I mean, it's as silly as knowing that there's a, you know, a code to a gate to get into, or, you know, if you park on this street, you can get into the high um, Aventine easier than if you go into the parking lot. There's, right. There's just so many little things that, right. They're cumulative. And I don't work at the Aventine every week, you know, so I have to keep that somewhere organized right. so that I can make it expeditious for the time I do go. Mm-hmm. So I think you're right. I think it is all those details that are cumulative that um, some industries, it just, it's really more of being in the moment than it is. Um, and, and, and right, you, right, with entertainment, it's so much about all these different people. You have, you know, what's, what, and, and learning your clients, you know, and mm-hmm. some of them, a lot of wedding clients are one-timers. Right. Um, so you have to be a quick study and you have to learn. I, I, we have a couch in our office and we call it the, the you know, the, uh, psychiatry couch. Cause we're like, okay, are these guys going to be easy to work with? <laughs> right. Right. It's... Get them on the couch. Let's talk to them. <laughs> well, in show business, the couch is something completely different. Oh yes. <laughs> You're not talking. No, I'm not talking hard. Put it that way. <laughs> There's no casting couch and weddings. No casting couch. This is no. this is a couple's confessional. Like, what are we, you know, are you going to be easy to work with? And, and but then also, I know that this has happened a lot, is a lot of our um, couples, one or the other, or a percentage, will come into this business. They love having a wedding. Mm, interesting. And they think that it's, they'll turn into the wedding, or into the, corporate planner and do all the parties at their work or they'll have maybe a small tragedy and become part of a, a, a nonprofit or they are wealthy and they have a nonprofit in addition to getting married so uh there's i tell people at the bridal show at the bridal bazaar you know there's if you are except for selling wedding dresses almost everybody has an opportunity to sell to the father, the mother, the bridesmaids. There's nothing to say that flowers aren't a 365 days of the year business. Don't think, you know, only weddings when you go back and you start advertising. Um, same with, uh, you know, just almost, I mean, photographers, there's portraits, there's babies, there's mm-hmm. everything. It's not just weddings. There's, right. You can create a niche, you can do it all. Um, if you've got the skills and the desire and the passion, right. If you, because that does involve, you know, it's just involves, it's a different piece altogether. You know, if you do weddings and that's what you do, you're always on location. If you're doing 
babies and families, then you need to have a studio. And, you know, so it does, it doesn't mean it's not possible. It just means, you know, you have to sort of expand your thinking, if you will, like you do. Or, or grow into it. If you have enough weddings under your belt and you work those families, you can just become a portraiture in, in your, when you don't want to go out anymore. Right. Right. So what you're telling your vendors, I'm, I think I'm hearing is that don't think that this is a one and done situation. You should be building relationships with your clients uh, because there are other opportunities to sell to them. Oh, absolutely. Especially since so many, or, or, okay. This is another thing I say about the bridal bazaar is that these people are not curmudgeons. They get up in the morning on a Sunday. They get up half a dozen people in a car. They pay for parking. They pay for tickets to come in. These are the partiers of San Diego. They're going to have bridal showers. They're going to have baby showers. They're going to have um, rehearsal dinners. They're going to have re- post-wedding brunches. They're going to have um, engage. You know, just there for a year. They're going to eat, drink, and play, and. Don't miss out on it. And don't right. think that you're just going for one little niche. Think bigger, think broader, and talk right. to them about all kinds of things. And then everybody in San Diego works. So that dad that comes with that bride or that mom that comes with the groom, they all work. Remind them that you do things for corporate too. <laughs> right. Well, and I could think of a, just a hmm? few things right off the top of my head, like uh, it's a year of a wedding, you know, yeah. so you can do a year of a monthly or weekly flower delivery yeah. to somebody, right? Or you can do uh, a tasting of mm-hmm. something or send, uh, you know, chocolate. So there's so many, 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 many opportunities. And you're so right. You have to create them because people don't know they want them until you offer them. Exactly. And there could be some, and you know, the there this is the time to your point because everyone's starving for celebration mm-hmm. right yes. so yes. this is the time yes. and chronicling yes. the year you know right chronicling the, the planning with pictures and video and so that right. that's something they have to remember and all the the fun and the work and and the celebration with bridal party and family that goes into it you know it's funny there was a woman in our um last show who just does that? She just chronicles your photographs for you. Like everybody wishes they could have. She just says, here, we're going to take one event. I mean, one event, your wedding, and we're going to put it all together in one place. <laughs> and we're going to make a montage of your childhood. And we're going to do all these right. things. And we're going to have it available. And I'll, I'll help you organize it. Well, you also actually you offered something for the wedding that we just did. And, mm-hmm. and I say that very lightly because... We are not wedding planners, but we were helping a friend and, uh, but we, we asked for your services and for a little bit extra money, which is very reasonable. You offered the wedding album, which was Mm -hmm. essentially, uh, you know, the, the, the Insta prints of whomever came over to the photo booth and had their photo done. And that is so much more fun than the traditional oh, yeah there's everybody smiling at the camera and everybody yeah, yeah. it it's it's joyful and that was joyful. an add-on that nobody thought about and nobody would have thought about if you hadn't offered it so it's about that kind of thinking right uh you know thinking out of the box people want 
And people that we're still in an experience economy, you know, it's still very much about experiences. As a matter of fact, there's a, a famous actor doing a commercial right now. And the whole point of the commercial is you, you, you see him, I can't remember who it is, but he's walking through oh, to- Oh, Expedia. Expedia, Expedia exactly. Yeah. You know, and, will you remember the watch? Will you remember the new yes. computer? Or will you remember where you were? Yes. You know, and he opens the door and he's he's on or where you went. You're on vacation, right? Yeah. The whole idea that the the experience is much more memorable than the gadget. Yes. So uh, you know, it's very. I very, haven't seen that. Now I want to see it. I think it's Edris Alba, who I would go anywhere with. Anyway, yes, so, I would follow that voice to hell and back. Oh, it's a whole person. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, so you yeah. follow. Yeah. I, yeah. I, but but even just his voice is enough. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. At minimum, his voice. Yes. It, so but, you know, our, I, I have a guy who's kind of um, just been bugging me a little bit. He's plant rentals, and I said, "Well, did you show a before and after? Did you take a place like, you know, um, yeah, you know, a place with it yeah. is sort of ordinary." And, and take that and then take a plant rental and show how beautiful. One is your plants are um, renewable. They're recyclable. They're not one-time use. They add oxygen <laughs> to your life. You are the greenest person I've got here. <laughs> Come celebrate. Wear, you know, grass skirt. You're, you're what people want you, but they don't know it. You have to tell them. There's so much out there and we just have to show people how they can use it. And sometimes <laughs> we have to show the exhibitors how they can use it. That's interesting. How lucky they are though, that they have you to do that, yes, right? Um, you're, you're, you're kind of a, a mentor, Maven, Maven mentor. <laughs> um, well, it's, you're right. It's beautiful. Mm -hmm. Most people would just say, just write the check and, you know, you know, but you're very interested in their success and you understand their success means your success, right? Because yes, then yes. they come back. You know, San Diego, it's iffy and March is an iffy yeah. month for outdoor weddings. You mm -hmm. just don't know what it'll do. Now it's raining today mm -hmm. and it's the, it's the end of March. Uh, you know, so you have to be really careful in March and May and June, you could usually get by without rain. Of course, you're just dealing with the fact that it could be overcast until four o'clock in the afternoon. Uh, but Which I know. learned is a great time to shoot a wedding. I didn't know this, that you, that the, you know, how beautiful <laughs> photographs come out when it's overcast. Right. Cause you don't have these harsh, mm -hmm. harsh lights on you. You have yeah. a softer, it's like having a filter on. Which, All right, I'm just going to carry a cloud with me wherever I go, so I have a natural <laughs> filter. Right. Well, there must be one over you right now. Oh, when am I in New York? I'm not in New York, am I? I have been a bit of one lately. I know. I'm sorry. No, I'm, I mean, I, I mean, because you look good. Oh, 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 oh. Okay, good. No, well, thank you. You're good always, today, always, Lada, You're good. Yeah, always go for the compliment. When in doubt. <laughs> Never Dennis. been good at that. Always, Never always, been good always. at that. <laughs> so, uh, so you're at the San Diego uh, Fairgrounds this right. April 10th. April 10th, which, which is a uh, forgive me, is it a, a Saturday? Sunday. It's a Sunday. It's, a Sunday. Um, right. it's uh, you actually they have us now at the Solana Gate, which is actually they don't make you run the tram. You can come in that on, on Via de la Valle, and then you nice. park right next to it. 
and we have music um, from 9.30 to 10, and, and mimosas in a bar, and um, that's a, why they're up early. Yeah, and there's a, um, a white jump house, so, oh. you know, yeah, a wedding. Weddings? Yes, yes. I like it. I, I've yes. seen those before. I, I kind of awesome. want to go now. I know. I'm thinking I'm not getting married, but can I just come for the fun? Yes. 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 You just go on. on um, yes. You go on our website and we have a, a code you can put in to free. And um, yes, it's just it's just fun. So outside are going to be the miniature horses. They're going to be the, the white castle. Um, dang brother. It's going to be making pizzas out of their fire truck. I'm sorry. Who? Um, Dang brother. brother. Yeah. Dang they, brother. They literally drive down the freeway with smoke coming out of the back of their, their fire engine because they've got a wood burning pizza in there. <laughs> I love it. I know it's so good. I have there. Um, I have porta potties, you know, high-end porta potties for all these people who want to do them in places that aren't, I mean, right. luxury porta potties. Yes, we just had one. Very important to have luxury porta potties. It is, and people don't know even where to start, and then all of a sudden it's there. Um, we just, it just, it's just endless. All the things that that we have that people think that um, Rolls Royce, um, it's called Rolls Livery. They bring yes. these beautiful Grace Kelly kind of Rolls Royces. Um, decor. What about decor? Where do people go? You must have some florists that are coming, I assume. Yes, we have florists. Florists, yes. And that's like catnip too, most of the people. they Every florist gets seen by every single person who's yeah. having No, that's a hard that's a hard business right now too, getting product yeah. and the price of product. It's oh my gosh, tough yes. there too. Yes, yes. Everybody. Now, have you kept your prices? May I ask your your exhibitor prices? Have you kept them pretty static? Yes. Um, and is that your hope for the rest of the year yes. is to keep them? Yeah, we already, uh, we already did our. We are trying, and, and I know it sounds so magnanimous, but we're trying to keep people in business. Yeah, I think that's great. Our build back better is we're just going to break even. We we can't. I I can't even sell booths sometimes. The, in the last two shows, I couldn't even sell them. I had to let people buy them because they had to be willing to deal with COVID. And, and I was not about to try to convince somebody to buy a booth and then I'm going to give their money back because they're going to shut down my show. It's just right. common sense. If you want to be in it, I'll make a place for you. Our prices are reasonable. And um, it's just really good because there are less exhibitors and more people coming through the door. So you are a... <laughs> You know, it's like a, 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 a what is that? You're apple in a, a bowl a, or apple in a barrel. Yep, you're just waiting to be picked because it's going to happen. Yes. Uh, if you've stuck around over the last couple of years, this is the time to get busy again. Yes, right. I, and, and I go ahead. Oh, I, I, go ahead. It really, it does. It does take a system. It, there is a system. You know, you need to when people come to your booth. You need to give them something. And it's not a discount necessarily. It's it's an open house. It's a pen. It's it's a handshake. It's a smile. It's a it's an ear to listen. It it there's you just have to give them something and then they give you their time and they'll tell you where they're having their wedding and they'll come to an appointment because they've engaged 
engaged to you. They're so sick of their computers. And the one thing that, that the couples do is they look at you and your booth and they say, I can envision you at my wedding. I can work with you. You're so kind. You're so nice. Or you're so knowledgeable. I can, you know, I can mm -hmm. deal with your idiosyncrasies. Whatever it is, they just can figure you out. Or mm -hmm. I cannot work with that person. And they move on to somebody else and they find the person they can work with. Or all this computer stuff and, and entering in your information into a jot form and meeting no one and talking to no one and having phone numbers suppressed. It's, it's like the opposite of the computer. The computer, your people are hiding behind, mm -hmm. and at the Rada Bazaar, people are wide open. They're, there's, you know, their arms are out, and they're, I'm here. They're, you're meeting them face to face, and they, then you do that. Then you, you need to go back to your office on the next during that next week and actually call those people. <laughs> Follow up. They mm -hmm. gave you their phone number. Follow up. In, invite them to an open house or you know, have them come see your work or just talk to them through a Zoom call, anything but follow up. And then we give them a leads list. And then that takes some follow up. It takes some emails and, you know, getting a constant contact or a MailChimp. Yes. Spending that amount and doing their, their month. Like, like I'm saying, you could, you know, if you're a florist, you could have an email every month for Mother's Day, Father's Day, St. Patrick's Day, New Year's. You know, if you're yes. selling jewelry, you can even do that. You can find a reason to have jewelry. There's there's something every month. And I've got to believe the people that are still in business understand that concept because most of them did that these yes. past two mm -hmm. years, right? Yes. Hey, Bob! Reached out. <laughs> I'm still here. That's right. We're still here and we found a way to stay here, right? So I would imagine that um, I hope to see more of that creative thinking at the show. I hope you find that to be true. Mm -hmm. And I know that the I know that the desire is out there and the couples are out there and they are looking for help. Yes, I have a florist who's bringing in a classic top-down Volkswagen bug and filling it with flowers. You know, Love just, it. oh God, doesn't that sound wonderful? You know, I love we, that you emphasize the personal touch because that, to me, that's everything. I, I don't want to, I, I, that's everything for me when I'm choosing anything or, or need to plan something. It's the personal touch. Well, you know, I, I, I'm seeing this trend uh, in business and I'm seeing it in the events that we throw to, and that's a tendency to be more authentic. Mm -hmm. And I love it because, you know, it's, I think it, it's as a result of being online so much and feeling like we're not really engaged with the real world and wanting real authentic experiences. And uh, so it's not to your point uh, earlier about the mini horses and the van with flowers. It's not about the expected anymore. It's about the personal, the customized and the unexpected, as long as it represents who we are, right? Right, right. Can we imagine it at our wedding? Can we imagine working with these people? And when you meet somebody, it's almost instantaneous whether you know you can or can't. And the vast majority of people who are vendors at the Brada Bazaar are gregarious, outgoing, and figured out that they like people. So it's really easy. Um, the ones that are kind of scared, I mean, the, the brides that want to do it themselves, they don't come to the Brada Bazaar. And the vendors who don't want to really be called, 
They don't come to the bridal bazaar. They're happy, happy people come. Right. The couples come in on their tiptoes. I see this is the Disneyland of wedding shows. Just go in there and say yes to everything. And we'll say yes to you. Just have fun. And walk away with a swag bag. Yes. Right. Because I'm sure there's a swag bag in it for them. Yes. 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 Absolutely. Uh, any anything else about the about the bridal bazaar that you want to share? Oh, we have um two fashion shows or twice a day, one's at noon and one's at two thirty, and that in itself is a it's a really uh, high quality fashion show. We have a producer. She she talks about the dresses. She introduces each um, line of dresses and the company who represents it, like Brides of San Diego mm-hmm. or Freedom Bride, you know, and. Uh, we give out prizes at that, but that's really fun. It's really fun. It's not a disc jockey sitting on, you know, they're not, we have a, we have a catwalk. Nice. And yeah. Is it Gretchen? Yes. It's yeah, Gretchen. She's great. It's, it's freaking wonderful. She's very organized and knows what she's doing. She's great. She's to work very with. organized. Yeah. I have a quick question for you. Just as far as the demographics of, of the traffic that comes through, is it, are you seeing, Couples of all ages, or you do you mostly? Um, is it mostly younger couples? You know, first time weddings, and you know, just curious. Um, you know what? It has always been a smattering of everything. Like there are one percenters at the Broadway Bazaar, but they are only one percent. So you have to look real hard to find them. There are gay couples. There are there's Asian, Hispanic, um, white, there are destination, there's uh, young, old, everything, second marriages, um, people who are eloping and they just want to have a party afterwards. People come, there's also multi-generation, like mom, grandma went to the bridal bazaar, mom went to the bridal bazaar, and now the son or the daughter's coming to the bridal bazaar. So it, you'll see every age. And and again, that feeds back into how exhibitors, there's so many different people. You can't say there's not somebody for you. There's, there's some, there's a swath of everyone. There's every kind of um, wedding, every kind of location. And there's every age there. um, Bob is doing uh, two people who are probably about 70 years old that came to the bridal bazaar and widowers and they just came and they're just you know sasha and you assume they're somebody's parents and turns out they're a couple hey, listen, that. that's, that's us in 10 years oh, so that's all i'm saying <laughs> what about planners is this a place to find a planner or you said you invited planners. Do they set up booths or are they? Yeah, both. We invite them. The ones that don't get a booth, we invite to just come and see and, and make the place. Um, just just introduce themselves and see what's going on. Sure. But we have planners. And I had a, a planner who booked 15, 15 appointments. And she, well, actually, she booked 15 appointments and sold 14 of her. her wow. Family just at one show it's like right how did you even do that right wow and, and not to forget that you know it, though, though they're seasonal shows you'll get a, you'll get people in here looking for 2023 2024 yes. there are planners on steroids out there that mm-hmm. want to have you know start planning well in advance and we it's not like, come on. yeah i was oh, gonna yeah. say 
it's not a it's not an idiotic thing to do these days you know it's sort of like making reservations before you go to a restaurant things are booking up fast yeah. so you know you have to be sort of quick to the draw yes and um there's a lot we have a lot of food vendors um they do sampling they do two ounce samplings and cabetos is one of them we love them i know he's so adorable and and he just he just wants to give his product away because his product sells itself uh -huh. and it's so obvious and he's at i mean he's at every event now and he i don't mean I, he must be a millionaire or, or i can't wait till he franchises this whole thing and because he just gets it and he does it and he has these young people and they're always smiling and handing out and people go oh my god this is so good mm -hmm. we have a uh, gelato too and um, gelato paradiso and the same thing people like i can have this this cute little thing yes this, this a little thing. italian cart you yes bring this to my wedding and they're like yes, yes. it just it's yeah. so much about seeing it and a lot of people don't go to a lot of weddings you know we're all jaded we we a lot of people in this industry go to two and three a weekend um and we see it all and we go to yes. special events and we see outrageous things and a lot of people go to maybe two or three weddings in, in a, a lifetime. Yeah. And they're all in, within a month. <laughs> and that's it. And they don't know that there's all these cool ads. Right. You don't have to have a cake. Or you can have a small cake and eat it too and have popsicles. Dipped in that's top. right. No. That's right. And those popsicles are really, really delicious. They really are. They're you cool. saw them at our, you had, did you have one when you came to the party? Um, oh, I, 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 he comes to the Brada Bazaar all the time, so I get him. So you didn't have one here? Because that would no. make two of us. I didn't have one here either. I didn't either. Only, But it was only because I was just, I was cold that night. Um, and it, not because I just was tired. So when I get tired, I get cold. Dangity dang. We're out of time. But before we let you go, we have this little game that we like to play with people we like. And it's called This or That. It's very easy. Ten I'll questions. <laughs> 10 questions. I'll ask you, do you prefer this or that? Okay. And you'll tell me. And you get uh, you get one time where you could say, oh, I wouldn't like either. <laughs> one time where you, when you can say, oh, I'd like both. But <laughs> okay. only one. Okay. All right. So number one, outdoor or indoor? Outdoor. Mm. Afternoon or evening? Uh, sun, uh, hour before sunset into evening. That's very specific. Uh, <laughs> champagne or Prosecco? Mm, neither. Okay. Mm. Weddings or mitzvahs? Mm, oh, both. Mitzvah moms mm -hmm. or mother of the bride? Oh, doggone it. Um, that's another both. I like them both. I like uh, you can I only know. pick one mitzvah mom or mother of the bride you better choose mitzvah mom. wisely mitzvah mom okay okay mother of the bride you hear that uh photo booth or candids bob <laughs> candids candids a mai tai or a manhattan oh manhattan Mm -hmm. You're my kind of girl. That's why she skips the Prosecco line. Uh, matzo ball or meatball? Oh, meatball. Mm -hmm. I'm a meatball. Yeah, it's a <laughs> <big> meatball. 
Uh, Seinfeld or Frazier? Frazier. I love that dog. <laughs> well done. And then last, wine or roses? <sighs> roses. I was going to ask Bob or Bobby? <laughs> Bob. Bob. Does he go by any other name? Well, he has a real name. It's Robert. <laughs> See, it is Robert. We weren't sure. We weren't sure. We weren't sure. Bobby is what his mother calls him, and only his mother. Uh, uh, so he actually has three names, Robert, Bob, and Bobby. In fact, when we first went to this whole thing with um, the 9-11 uh, and going to the airport, I made his reservation as Bob Hoffman. I mean, he gets up at the counter, and the guy goes, Bob Hoffman, Bob Hoffman. There's no Bob Hoffman. And I'm like, well, I've been married to him for 25 or 30, 20 years at that point. That's his name. He's like, Robert Hoffman. His name is Robert Hoffman. You have to make his reservation. It's Robert Hoffman. Oh, my um, Lord. I have that happen to me where somebody made the reservation for me under Alex. And because that's what I go by. Yeah. My name is Alexis. And I. it's a good thing we caught that beforehand. I wouldn't have gotten on the plane. Yeah, this was right at the very beginning. And. They let they let it slide, but he not now. Yeah, they wouldn't let it slide today. Not now. Anyway, nope. nope. So listen, thank you for joining us. It's been a pleasure to hear about the bridal bazaar and to talk to you face to face and to see Bob's face only for a second. <laughs> uh, the bridal bazaar, April tenth at the San Diego Fairgrounds. Uh, you said nine thirty to four. Nine thirty till four. Till four. Be there or be square. More fun than you could hope for in a Sunday and uh, go. What can I say? Just go. And buy a booth if you're an exhibitor. Buy the dating booth and meet the, the couples. Buy a booth. And who do they who do they contact to buy a booth, Miss Tara? Um, exhibit at Bridal Bazaar. Exhibit at BridalBazaar.com Yeah. Exhibit <laughs> at BridalBazaar.com Yeah. That was a terrific interview. That was fun. That was fun. To meet Tara Hoffman, finally, uh, from Hoffman Photography and Video. It's actually Bob Hoffman Video and Photography. It's Bob Hoffman Video and Photography. Not, not Bobby. Just, and not Hoffman without the Bob. You need right. the Bob. You need the Bob. Bobby, <laughs> Don't Bobby, we Bobby all? baby. That's right. Everybody needs a Bob. Uh, it was really delightful. And next week, we're going to have Sherry Karpinski who is uh, in the delectable, delicious dessert realm of events, but maybe has something that uh, she'll share with us. Mm. We'll just hear it from the horse's mouth. That's right. Yes, thank you so much for joining us. If you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, please give us those stars. We love the stars. Five of them, big ones. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah, that was fine. If you're listening to us anywhere else, thank you. Thank you for listening to us. And uh, hey, listen, if you have a comment or a question, you find us at bolotta.com. That's B-O-L-L-O-T-T-A.com. Just look for the podcast tab and ask your question or leave your comment. And we'll be sure to uh, send you an answer or talk about it. Who knows? Who cares? I haven't said that in a long time. Oh, you haven't. <laughs> Who cares? That's it. All right, let's say goodbye. Bye-bye. Stay engaging.